Mark Adams and welcome to episode 28 of Mark's Miss Podcast. We're from my daughters, Charlotte and Catherine. Catherine and Charlotte. Charlotte and Catherine. Could you at least get it right if you're going to do it? We look at the world of geekery using the alphabet as a guide. This month it is the letter V for victory or vendetta or stuff like that. But we'll get on to that in a wee while. If you would like to contact us, you can by email at mymarksmess at gmail.com. Or on Twitter on at Marksmess Podcast without the D. On our webpage, marksmesspodcast.blogspot.com or on our Facebook page, Marksmess Podcasts. Okay, thank you very much. We have had a wee bit of feedback and we've got some thick catching up to do as well. Let's go to the feedback first of all from the last episode. Our friend Ruth Sutherland, she said. Another fun show. I enjoyed the Marvel Cinematic Universe thing. It was great to hear your comments about key characters and moments from the films over the years. And I noticed that you now both have a writer and summer version. Oh, and I noticed that you now have a winter and summer version of Mark Smith's podcast logo art. Well done. Yay, that's of course with our logo art, specially designed by our very own Catherine. Uh, So thank you, Ruth. Uh, More about you in a wee minute. Uh, many, many years ago, I was on a guest in a podcast called The Unofficial 75 Greatest Marvel Countdown. And Blaine Dyer, or W. Blaine Dyer, as he's known on the web, who is the host of Bureau 42, which has got a lot of different podcasts and we're worth going to, he actually commented, I'm horribly behind on your podcast. I just listened to episode four. Our episode four was back when we did a crossover Almost with the John Adams Lives from the Front podcast, where we talked about the First World War and we did a bit about Charlie's War, which was a comic book set in the First World War. And the most prominent example of a World War One story told from the German perspective I'm aware of is All Quiet on the Western Front, a Best Picture Oscar winner from 1930. I believe. Well, if uh, Blaine says it's uh, the best picture winner from 1930, I believe him. Uh, absolutely. I, I, I wrote back to him and said I was aware of the 1970s version, but I didn't know there was a 1930s version. So I will seek that out and I might even seek out the uh, the original book. It'll be interesting to see a perspective of World War One from a German perspective published before the Second World War. Because I think the Second World War also gave a huge spin. Okay, I think you're spending too much on that topic. No, no you no. never have. Thank you very much, Blaine. It, it's great to hear from you. And don't worry about being so far behind. It's even great to have you on board I at all. Oh, just talking about World War One. Charlotte next year with school will be going out to the Western Front. Yes, we're going to Belgium. And you'll be at the Menin Gate. Yeah, but is that the one where we're putting down a, a wreath? Yes. And we're going to visit the grave of an old student. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if we can get you information to follow where you are compared to where John Adams was at the time. Anyway, on to other things. I have had a month of getting comics. Dun, dun, dun. One of them, one of them is a bit of a scary story. Somebody on the internet from another town put up that he had comics for sale. Uh, I sort of replied to it and he was in the scary part of town. When I got to the house at the arranged time, there was a hole in the door and it was boarded up. The door was then boarded up and there was no answer at the door. We lady next door said, Ach, love, he, nobody lives there anymore. Uh, eventually the guy came running over and said, oh, no problem. He brought me into the house. Now, 
if this was a Scooby-Doo thing, you'd hear the music. Because you went into the house, the house was a mess. It was a tip. There were old bits of everything lying all over the place. But because I was there for comic books, this was actually a treasure trove of comic books. His dad collected comics in the 70s and 80s. A lot of Marvel and DC stuff that was a UK published. And I spent about... 15 minutes, 20 minutes, because I had to go and collect Charlotte after a while, trying to go through them and see what I could get. I didn't bring much money with me because I didn't want to get sucked into buying too much. And I kept seeing things that were fantastic. There were uh, treasury editions of 2001, which is uh, Kirby stuff. There uh, and Like Kirby Crackle. I like the Kirby guy who did... Mario. That, uh, yes, but that's another story. There was Superman versus uh, Spider-Man and things like that. And there were hundreds of them, boxes and boxes. Also, wee ornaments. I don't collect, really collect ornaments, but they were there. If this was in that house for anything else, I would have ran. But I spent ages there and I picked up about 10 comics. I was going to pay him a pound a, a comic. And I said, hey, I kept telling him, you know, I would, I would get that, only it's probably more expensive than I would pay uh, and all that. And he said, I handed him a tenner for the comics I had. I said, no, it's okay. You obviously love comics. And you didn't, you could have come in here with a tenner and said, I'll take two boxes because that's what they're worth. And he said, just you take those. And he said to me, if he didn't get them sold. Which he evidently did. Which evidently he did. He would give me a call and I could take them. Now, he had somebody come in later that night with £300 to take the lot. And he probably did get it because he was looking for a bit of money. But uh, I'm half kicking myself that I could have gone in and said, here's a tenner, that's that's those two boxes worth. Ah, but that would be mean. That would be mean. I'm not like that. I, li- I like thing, And also, uh, it, it was a bit, it tugged my heartstrings a bit because, you know, he's in the same position as you two are. Right. But eventually I'm gonna, not going to be here. Sell them. Nebay. No, I'm keeping <laughs> them. You're not getting any then. Yeah, you're not getting any. <laughs> Right, uh, a lot of the things I picked up were Indiana Jones stuff. Uh, stuff that was published after the second movie. You know, the, each, each comic had two stories. One from the movie, one a new story. And in the first comic, the new story was written, uh, uh, scripted and layouts were by John Byrne, who was prominent at the time. Honestly, uh it wasn't that good, but it's great to have that. Another bit of comics, we came home to a parcel one day. It was actually just before the Did birthday it? weekend. Catherine's birthday was just uh, last weekend. And we had a parcel of not only sweeties, but we also had a lovely card and some comic books and, and a book of Mad Libs, which Catherine really enjoyed. So thank you very much to Ruth and Darren Sutherland for sending us this. It's great. Now, we don't get to the comic book shop much, and a lot of these are free comic book day comics. So uh, there's Rocky and Bullwinkle show. You two do not know what Rocky and Bullwinkle is. Nope. I uh, must show you some of that. A bit of sc- a few Scooby-Doo's, mm-hmm. a Doctor Who, Nightmare Before Christmas, DC Superhero Girls, Wonder Woman Day. So really good stuff. Uh, we're going to go through them over the summer. And I'll force the girls to, to actually read a comic. I read comic. I know, I was only joking. But we'll get on to that. We are doing the V episode. When we sat down to work out what we were going to do for episode V, it was quite hard because we could do V for Vendetta. 
which is a classic comic book from the 80s. But I've never actually read it. We could have done The Villain Vulture. We could have done V for Victory, which was a, a comic book here in the 70s. Or Revenge. Revenge. I think that starts with R. But you two came up with a good idea. You said vice versa. Where no, it's not vice, it's vice versa. Sorry. You two decide vice versa. Because you would swap your favourite comic and read your sister's favourite comic. And then we could comment on it. Things didn't go quite to plan. Because you took so long in getting it done. But we needed to get it done for this podcast. So we did. So first of all, Catherine, what comic did you choose for Charlotte to read? <coughs> Warriors, The Rise of Scourge by Aaron Hunter. I also was Scrooge. But then one of my friends said, no, it's Scourge. And I was just... <laughs> Okay, what was that book about? So I'll read the blurb. I remember in school, something called The Blob. So they read now, The Blob? So now our class calls it The Blob. Okay. When Katie Pet Tidy crosses paths with some wild forest cats defending their territory, he has left with scars and a bitter, deep-seated grudge. <coughs> grudge. 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 As his reputation grows among the strays and loners that live in the dirty brick alleyways of the of you know, of Two Leg Place, he changes his name to Scourge and puts everything about his old life behind him, except his deadly desire for revenge. Okay, part of the Warrior Cat, Charlotte. What did you choose for Catherine? Ms. Marvel, No Normal. Bye. Writer was G. Willow Wilson, and the artist was Adrian Alfona. What is that one about? The blurb says, Kamala Khan is an ordinary girl from Jersey City until she's suddenly empowered with extraordinary gifts. But who truly is a new Ms. Marvel? Teenager, Muslim, inhuman? Find out as she takes the Marvel Universe by storm. When Kamala discovers the danger of her newfound powers, she also unlocks, unlocks a secret behind them. Is Kamala ready to wield these immense gifts? Or will the weight of the legacy before her prove too much to bear? Kamala has no idea either, but she's coming for you, Jersey. Okay, that that is actually a favourite of mine as well. Now, what happened, gentle listener, is about a month ago they came up with this scheme and they decided it was about a month ago. That was after the last one, last podcast. And you uh, picked your comics and then you ignored it until this week and I forced you to take it. And then we hit a snag that fans are used to. We got the, I don't like your thing because it's your thing. I only like my thing from both of you. And it was quite interesting to see this, instead of vice versa, it became versus. And you were versing each other. Now, first of all, Catherine. This was uh, Wednesday night. Uh, Charlotte had gone away to her music lesson. And you were left with the comic. How did you get on with Ms. Marvel? I read up to page. It doesn't have page numbers. Right, it doesn't have page numbers. Did you read? read about right, it's a collection of comics, so there. so not even the first comic. Oh, you did. You read. Be, right, you read into the second comic in it. So so oh, you didn't re- finish it, so you obviously didn't yeah, enjoy it as well, much. Well, it's quite long because there's this t- the writing's really tiny and there's so much of it, and then the pages are really big. You read huge novels all the time. Yeah, but you have to look at pictures too. Okay. What? Right. First of all, what did you think of the art? Yeah, it's good. 
Right. It was funny the way it like close up. There was like all detail, and and when it was further far away, it was just two dots in a mouth. Right, right. I, I, I do like the art. It's uh, unusual. Took a wee while for me to get used to, but I enjoyed it a lot. What about the storytelling? Did you did you understand the story first of all? Some of it. Some of it was just I didn't know what the was it the parts where she's with her family. It didn't really, it didn't really explain who anyone was or anything. Well, she probably called them Papa and Brother and stuff like she, that. Well, I think she calls them like Papa, Brother, Mama only in like. I think it's Arabic Muslim Jews or Islam, whichever. Could be she Pakistani. Them, yeah, she calls them Because the, the, the family, if you don't know Ms. Marvel, the, the girl who is Kamala, she is from, she's American, but her family are from Pakistan and they're Muslims. And I think she calls them like Mama, Papa, Brother and all like that. And Willow Wilson is a Muslim as well, an American Muslim. So it's quite interesting. And things I'd never heard of, I'd never heard of a burkini before, which she uses as her suit. Have you heard of a burkini? It's a Muslim swimsuit, female swimsuit. Because it has to cover from your neck to your ankles. Okay, which isn't a bad thing. It's basically a wetsuit with a wee bit dress. But not in wetsuit material. Mm, some of them are. Oh, okay. Would you read more of it? Uh, probably not. Okay, why not? I know, I just didn't understand most of it because it was very fancy words. <laughs> Our oh. Catherine likes her ordinary yeah, words. Like it's w- words in different languages and all. And that is this. I like to read Northern Irish words. Yeah. Okay, so you tried a bit of it and it didn't go too well. I-, I knew you only tried a bit of it. I didn't tell Charlotte that. So Charlotte, how did you get on with Warriors Rise of Scourge? Well, I finished the whole book. Aren't you good? Gold, gold star for you. I had a quick quick read through it. It is an easy read. Hate, hate to tell you that, Catherine. It's no big words in it. But, but what did you think of, first of all, the art? It's not bad, but it is a bit of colour. Right, it's black and white. Uh, you can't it, tell like what's what color. Use your imagination. Well, quite often black and white's hard to follow. You two will not watch any black and white no. movies. All Quiet in the Western Front, nineteen thirty. No chance. Nope. No chance of either of you. I I do like black and white stuff because I read through a lot of two thousand AD in black and white, and you can get more emotive. Uh, and more storytelling from that. I think uh, once two thousand AD went full color, I gave up on it because you you lost a lot on it. But I, I do like uh, it. What um, I like the art. What the different cats. You knew which who was who, and I, the I, faces of the cats gave a lot of emotion. What about the story? Catherine tells me Warrior Cats is all about in the forest. I was in the streets. I think these are prequels yeah. to the characters. Well, I was never told that. That's okay. I don't say that. That's okay. Would you read another one? No. Did it entice you to go into the world of Warrior Cats? No. Right. Now, here's an interesting thing. Back to the two of you before you even read it, not liking the comics. Would you have liked it better if it was one of your friends who gave it to you and said, this is good? No. Liar. (laughs) The only thing I like about it is the cat kind of looks like Black Panther. (laughs) Okay. Okay, yeah, okay. But this is an evil cat. What about you, Catherine? If you're, one of your friends said to you, oh, there's Ms. Marvel, I really enjoy it. Would you go for it more? Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. You're making faces. But this is the age-old question of uh, uh, reading comics and fandom and things like that. Uh, quite often we build walls between ourselves and another fandom because we don't know about it. I have started reading some DC. I'm a Marvel fan through and through, but I've started reading some of some of the, as it Rebirth DC stuff, the the Super Sons, which I find really fascinating. I really don't know where John Kent came from, but Who's it's John, re- Kent? John Kent is Superman and Lois Lane's son. How I don't know. Well, I know I know the mechanics of how, but you know that's another story. Ask your mother. Okay, while well, these two argue the bit out, what we're going. No, there's like no end. What we're going to do is we're going to go on break now. No, we'll listen let me to. Talk. You, can t- you can talk away. It's okay. Talk. Oh, right. While these two have a discussion about this, we're going to go and have a break. Hopefully, these two will calm down about whose is the best. Mine's best. And listen to a couple of promos for different podcasts. So I enjoy at least. And maybe if you're not prejudiced like these two, you will enjoy it as well. See you in a minute. Mine is very modern and promoted. Read Warrior Cat. Mine is very modern. Born and raised to make a kill She was not given her own will Her first hit left her feeling only disdain She ran to Gotham's no man's land Learned from Barbara Gordon's hand The studs, the legacy of Cassandra Kane Rising from the devastation of no man's land a new warrior joined the Bat family. Daughter of David Kane and Lady Shiva, trained from birth to be the ultimate killer, but choosing instead to save lives. She's been Batgirl, Black Bat, and Orphan. She is Cassandra Kane. Join Mike Staley as he goes through every appearance of one of DC's most underrated characters in Silent Night, the Cassandra Kane Podcast. On iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and at silentnight.podomatic.com. The Long Halloween. Hush. Dark Knight Returns. The Killing Joke. These are all Batman stories that have been talked about and talked about countless times over the years. They are considered classics, and in most cases, that title is fitting. The thing is, Batman is nearly eight decades old, and whilst those stories are worth talking about, there are plenty of other Bat comics that are being a tad... overlooked. And that's where we come in. Hi everybody, my name is Michael Bailey. And I'm Andrew Leyland. Andy and I decided that it was a crime that there were so many great Batman stories out there that weren't getting their due. To that end, we started a show, The Overlooked Dark Knight, a non-index index show. Our goal is to talk about the previously mentioned Overlooked stories and tell you why they're worth your time. The show comes out twice a month, with the first episode focusing on the back books from the late 70s and early 80s. We're starting with the Len Wein run and working our way forward through the books written by Jerry Conway and eventually Doug Mensch. On the second episode of the month, we'll dig into the various adventure comics that were based on the Fox Kids slash Kids WB Batman animated shows 
because they're really good and hardly anyone seems to remember that they exist. The show can be found at the Fortress of Bailitude Podcasting Network, which is located at www.fortressofbailitude.com. The Overlooked Dark Knight, the non-index index show. Shining a bat signal on the bat stories that no one seems to remember or care about. Because somebody has to. Okay, and welcome back. If you want to know more about Warrior Cats in a couple of episodes' time, we'll have uh, uh, we'll be dedicating a whole episode Yay! to Warrior Cats. Charlotte will not be there for that. For that, she'll go off and hide under the bed. The a V I am bringing to the table is versus. Recently, we got Amazon Prime for a month, and on it, but the only good movie I could find on it was Batman versus Superman. This is a movie that came out a couple of years ago, part of the DC Extended movie universe which includes man of steel wonder woman justice league and a few others as well that i can't remember i did see man of steel before and i found it plodding and slow it was about superman batman versus superman got pretty poor reviews from some people uh, about it i hadn't seen it up until now and i can understand the reviews that happened i saw it in three different sections i wasn't enthralled i mean when i saw the rocketeer way back in my teenage years i watched it three times that What's night that? Uh, it's a great movie about the ni- 1930s in america a man uh, a, f- a pilot finds a rocket pack that helps him fly and he uses it to save his girlfriend I was enthralled with that. I thought it was great. I watched it three times that night. When I stuck Batman versus Superman on, it dragged. In fact, I watched the first hour, then had to stop. It wasn't very interesting. I mean, even Batman uh, fell asleep, had a dream about a better movie in that. And I I think it took me three sittings to watch the whole thing. Three things I found not wrong with it, but I would have liked to have changed. First of all, the characters were too pensive. Do you want now? Pensive is where you're too thoughtful and worried in your thoughts. Every time you see Lois Lane, she'd be thinking. Overthinking. Every time you saw Clark Kent, he'd be thinking. Every time you saw Bruce Wayne, he'd be... Thinking. Eating. Thinking. Or else having a dream about a better movie. Or spending lots and lots of money. Or telling his butler to come do something. The, the only comic relief came from the butler and it wasn't that good. Honestly, I didn't particularly want a movie that was Thor Ragnarok where every scene had to have a punchline to it, but which was which was okay in Ragnarok because it was fun, mm-hmm. but there was no fun in this one. Second of all, it was too dark, and that goes into the fun aspect. They could have done with a few light switches mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you looked at it and you could sometimes... You know, I, I hate I, it when movies do that because like, it looks good in the cinema. But when you're watching at home and you have, like, say, the light coming in from the window, hits the screen, can't say a thing. Yeah. Yeah, because you were watching, like, the Titanic 2 or something and you couldn't see anything <laughs> underwater. We watched the Titanic 2. I can't believe we did that. <laughs> exact same thing happens. Yes, they, they, they uh, launch a ship 100 years after the Titanic sank. It's called Titanic 2 called on the exact t- same date. Two people fall in love. Such and such dies. They can't revive him. Blah, blah, blah. Is there an iceberg involved? Yes. Basically what we learn from this is don't call a a ship anything to do with Titanic and never launch it on that day. 
It with was, those people on it. I was a hundred years later. It was rubbish. But anyway, back to Batman versus Superman. Uh, it was just too dark. I like my Superman cheery and bright. I'm reading these Super Suns, and when Superman comes in, you know it's Superman because of the bright primary colors. And thirdly, the fight between Superman and Batman was idiotic. At any point, Superman could have ripped the super suit off Batman. He basically wore an Iron Man suit. At any point, he could have ripped that off and had Superman, or Batman standing there in his bat undies. And it would have been so much easier. And Batman got thrown through walls and he kept getting up afterwards. And, and people know the ending of the fight. The reason the fight ended was... Well, I heard it was it was a wee bit annoying, and it was so much annoying. I don't want to spoil it for anybody who wants to watch it. This does not entice me to watch Justice League. Uh, but Justice League's got the Flash, and the Flash apparently adds comedy to it. Yay! So, unfortunately, my Batman vs. Superman experience wasn't that good. Charlotte and I love the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we love all the things in it. Uh, I'm watching... I'm actually watching um, Cloak and Dagger at the moment, which is pensive and dark, but it's in a TV show and they can decompress all that. They can have that in a longer story, uh, which helps. It, it is, you know, slow, but I, I'll, I'm enjoying it more. I'm enjoying it more than I did Batman versus Superman. Girls, uh, I did ask you to come along with your favourite verses, as in oh, yeah. somebody versus somebody. Scourge versus Tiger Star. Right, Scourge, the star of the Rise of Scourge versus Tiger Star. I'm guessing Tiger this is star. Tiger Star. I'm guessing this is in the the novels. Yeah, because um, Scourge is like the leader of Blood Clan, and Tiger Star is like evil, tried to kill everyone in Thunder Clan. And then so both like they're b- both murders. Okay, and listeners, Scourge... wake up, wake up! It's not going to get any worse. Yeah. Then Scourge is like half the height, and he kills him. Just like he goes like pew, and he's dead. Scourge wins. Yeah. You like the bad guy winning, Charlotte? No, no Tiger Star was way worse. He tried to kill Blue Star and everyone else, and he didn't like Fire Star, and he tried to murder hey, everyone. Hey, oh, spoilers! Yeah. Captain America and Iron Man. Oh, nice one. Spider-Man versus Bucky and... Um, Bucky and Falcon. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like those. Uh, I was thinking more of the comic books. In Excalibur 65, one of Alan Davis's last Excalibur runs, Alan Davis' artwork, phenomenal, and his storytelling is great. Mm-hmm. He has a deep hard Captain Britain fighting uh, to save the love of his life, Megan. And he has got no powers, and he has to fight these four or five super-powered beings who are being told every time he gets up, you hit him down. Every time Captain Britain gets up, you hit him down. But Captain Britain wants to save the love of his life, so he keeps getting up until eventually his neck snaps. And he's left lifeless on the floor. So he dies? Well, he doesn't because Roma, who's his guardian person... Guardian thing, would you have? Is she's a, a wibbly wobbly, timey wimey person, and she comes along and cures him, cures his powers and cures his uh, injuries. But just the fact he was willing to get up each time, even though the odds were against him, he would fight the unbeatable foe. Be, this would be like a movie trailer. Excalibur, 
Captain Britain, Depard, fights for the love of his life against an unbeatable foe. Why are you doing an American accent? Because those are all the best ones. Titanic 2. This time it's Revenge of the Iceberg. Any other ones? The iceberg is in some potato chips. Rise of Scourge. The kitten becomes the master. Dun, dun, dun. Ms. Marvel, no normal. When an ordinary teenage girl finds out she's got powers, what will she do? Listen, folks, thank you very much for listening to us. Uh, do send us uh, your favourite verses, as in uh, who versus who, or what their favourite fight was Warrior in Cat. comics, in Warrior Cats, in books, in movies. Okay. And remind us of things that we, we maybe have forgotten. And we will see you next month. In fact, another one! Oh. Marshmallow versus Olaf. What? Yeah! Well, yeah, I have watched Frozen once. You were going to have to explain that. Who's Marshmallow? Marshmallow's that big, big, big ice guy. Oh, and yes. Olaf's the little one. Yeah, I know who Olaf is. Right. He wants summer. Right. Yeah. We can die and melt. Well, he doesn't know what happens snow in the heat. He doesn't know what happens snow in the heat. He doesn't know. We're going to have to watch that movie again. Die. Right, Charlotte, yeah. let it go. He melts and it evaporates into the air and does the condensation. Olaf versus Marshmallow Man. No to go over him, but then when Elsa dies, he dies. Ha! Ah, you just spoiled. That's just. I can't watch that movie again without tissues. I was just using my imagination. Mostly, you imagine people dying. No, well, snowman dies. Yeah, you're imagining your smartness. No, I'm using my smartness to imagine things. Next month, by the way, we're not going to be doing the W. That'll be the month after us. Next month is our epic trip to Edinburgh. We're going on holidays. Yes, it's Mark's Mess on tour. And me. You're part of Mark's Mess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're you're part of this podcast. Can you say Edinburgh in a Scottish accent? Edinburgh. No, Scottish. Edinburgh. Not aggressive, Scottish. Hello, sometimes it's the same. Edinburgh. 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 I can say Glasgow. Wait, wait, wait. Glasgow. We lasted. Glasgow. Gla- we lasted us in Glasgow. No, it's not Glasgow. It's Glasgow. Wait, I got. Wait, do Glasgow. your do your Edinburgh thing. Edinburgh. 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 No, I can't do it. I'm not. I'm no good at accents. Edinburgh. Neither are you two, by the way. Do you, do your American it. accent. How you day? Hi. Say. <laughs> oh my gosh, she stole my lipsticks and my shoes. <laughs> what was that? Where was that from? Okay, before we offend everyone in the world with our, our NAF accents, nah, thank you very much for listening. If you would like to get in touch with us, tell us off for accents, ask or, or even to ask us to do certain accents, why you would do that, I do not know. You can get in touch with us by email. MyMarksMess at gmail.com On Twitter At MarksMessPodcast without the T Our webpage MarksMessPodcast.blogspot.com Or our Facebook page MarksMessPodcasts And thanks to Josh Woodwork of JoshWoodward.com For the title music And we'll see you next month Bye 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 Bye